1: action lawsuit tonight. The group whose job it is to determine the fate of school resource officers in Alexandria says they should remain to enforce the rules there. Shocking new details on what social media companies did or didn't do to address online extremism ahead of January 6th. We'll get live details from the Washington Post coming up at 810. Then at 840, we'll talk to the Wall Street Journal's Sadie Gurman about why FBI agents were not sent to President Biden's home to search for classified documents. The caps in the wild on ICE tonight night. It's 8 o'clock here on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
0: I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. California skies are calmer after weeks of atmospheric rivers, and President Biden will soon head there. We're
2: all closely monitoring the storms, the floods, the landslides all across California, and our heart is with all of the families, all the families in the communities that are hurting, and all the brave men and historic and heroic first responders.
0: CBS's Steve For the most part, the rain has
3: stopped here in California, but hillsides and mountains are still saturated with water, so officials are still worried about potential dangerous mudslides. The heavy rains have brought a bit of good news. Many dams and reservoirs that have been well below normal levels are now near capacity. On Thursday, President Biden travels here to the Golden State to assess the damage.
0: The discovery of more documents marked classified at the president's Wilmington home was a primary focus of questions today at the White House. CBS's Stephen Portman.
2: In first briefing since the White House revealed the existence of additional classified documents at the president's home last Thursday, Corinne Jean-Pierre admitted she, too, was in the dark on that on Friday.
0: No, I did not know.
2: Now that the attorney general is named a special counsel, the press secretary is aiming to stick to this line. I'm not going to comment from here. Instead, off camera, an aide in the White House counsel's office defends the limited disclosures and tells reporters that Republicans are offering fake outrage. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House.
0: More than 6,500 firearms were discovered at airports last year by the Transportation Security Administration. TSA spokeswoman Lisa Farbstein says that's an increase of nearly 600 firearms over 2021, and most were loaded. The
4: vast majority of people who show up at airport security checkpoints with firearms in their carry-on bags
0: tell us they forgot that they had their firearms with them. A Massachusetts man already facing a charge of misleading investigators in the search for his missing wife has now been charged with murder in her disappearance. Norfolk District Attorney Michael Morrissey says Brian Walsh will be arraigned on the more serious charge tomorrow. Mr.
3: Walsh will be transported to the Quincy District Court for arraignment the charge
4: of murder.
0: Due to rising sea levels, scientists in Hawaii are now moving birds to higher ground. CBS's Matt
4: Piper. On Hawaii's Turn Island, different species of birds are now being moved. The island is just six feet above sea level, and Lindsay Young with the nonprofit Pacific Rim Conservation Group says some species are near extinction. We are relocating them onto higher islands that are not eroding as quickly and have much more space, and trying to create new colonies where they will be safe from sea level rise. The birds are being moved from federal lands they nested on to other federal lands. The move to other islands, is anywhere from 500 to 1500 miles away
0: this is cbs news
5: nobody should have to pay for one size fits all insurance coverage liberty mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need liberty mutual insurance
1: 803 on wtop on tuesday night january 17th 2023 43 in roslyn a lot of fog around this evening Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A major development in the case of Anna Walsh, the missing mother of three and D.C. real estate executive who has been missing since New Year's Day. Her husband, Brian Walsh, tonight is charged in her killing. Norfolk, Massachusetts DA Michael Morrissey made the announcement a few hours ago. The continued investigation has now allowed police to obtain an arrest warrant, charging Brian Walsh with the murder of his wife. And Walsh, Anna Walsh rather, went missing early in the morning January 1st. She was traveling from Boston back here to D.C. Her body has not been found. Brian Walsh was already in police custody, charged with lying to investigators about his whereabouts in the days after his wife's disappearance. He is due in court sometime this week. Also new this evening in 8.04, D.C. has passed its first updated criminal code in more than 100 years. It was done through a council override of the mayor's veto. The new code lessens penalties for violent crimes, including carjacking.
4: Ahead of the 12-to-1 vote, Councilmember Kenyon McDuffie and his colleagues acknowledged it's challenging to move forward on a bill to keep punishments proportionate to the crime when so many children are being affected by gun violence.
2: And so the question that everybody's asking right now is, will this law make our city less safe? AND I SAY NO, EMPHATICALLY It will not make our city less safe.
4: New chair of the Public Safety Committee, Brooke Pinto, says the public and criminal justice stakeholders will continue to have a voice. The new law will not go into effect for another three years, during which time I intend to fully explore whether additional amendments to the criminal code make sense. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. In
1: a statement following the vote, Mayor Muriel Bowser says the updated criminal code, unfortunately, in her words, falls short on meeting the moment we're in right now. The state of Maryland is accused of routinely giving powerful, mind-altering drugs to children in foster care against their will. It's the claim of a class-action lawsuit filed by Children's Rights, the ACLU, and other groups. Nearly 34% of kids in the state's foster care system are given medications such as antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, or mood stabilizers. The lawsuit says nearly three-quarters of the kids are taking drugs without a psychiatric diagnosis and that black children are even more likely to be put on psychotropic meds. Children's rights says the state's use of these drugs amounts to putting foster kids in a chemical straitjacket. If Virginia teachers have students in their classes identifying as a gender different from their biological sex, they'd be required to put calls out to parents. That's the way it would work under a controversial proposed law circulating in Virginia's General Assembly. WTOP's Nick Ionelli with our report tonight. It is sure to spark heated debate as the bill would require teachers to contact a student's parents
3: if they have reason to believe that the student is self-identifying as a gender that's different than their biological sex. It's in line with Governor Glenn Youngkin's call for schools to require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Youngkin said last week in his State of the Commonwealth address, Parents matter. We must protect their fundamental right to make decisions concerning the upbringing of their children. While the bill is picking up some Republican support, it will likely be voted down in the Senate, which is controlled by Democrats. Nick
1: Einelli, WTOP News. On the way here after traffic and weather, people of both parties agree that the January 6th Committee did amazing work in exposing what happened before, during, and after the Capitol riot. But why didn't the January 6th House panel share damning revelations about how social media companies may have contributed to the insurrection? We'll talk about that next with the Washington Post. Stay with us for your whole drive. You can listen listen at home or in the office on your smart speaker. Just tell it to play WTOP. 807. Here's Dovarius Peoples from the Army Corps of Engineers on the Federal Executive Forum on 5G Strategies in Government, sponsored by Verizon.
4: In two years, I believe from a 5G perspective, we'll definitely improve the end-user experience, which will help from a Corps of Engineers perspective, our ability to deliver projects on time, within budget, and of quality. Because I think that's ultimately what we're trying to do, enhance the end-user experience.
1: To listen to the whole program from Treza Media Group, log on to federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Executive Forum.
4: The
0: WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Homeless men, women, and children have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With two dollars and nine cents, you can provide a meal care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for nearly 25 people. How much help can you provide? Give today at missiondc.org.
1: Good to have you here at 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're getting back to Bob Imler in the traffic center.
3: Well, it's getting pretty foggy in many areas around the region tonight, so be very careful out there. But around the Beltway, the traffic is completely cleared out. No incidents or delays to report. In Rockville, the investigation keeps West Goody Drive closed between Gaither Road and Watkins Pond Boulevard from a crash that happened in the 3 o'clock hour, a very nasty crash there. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay, has its 270 and 50 out to the Bay Bridge is also running well, and pretty quiet night on the Virginia side of the river. 395 and 95, each running pretty well in both directions with the lanes open, and 66. And also in great shape both ways. No work zones out there as of yet tonight. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Bob with WTOP Traffic.
1: Storm Team 4, four-day forecast, and Mike Jennifer.
3: We're
2: watching a weak cold front off to our west. It's going to come through here around midnight. Until it gets here, there'll be a slight chance for shower. Most of us will stay rain-free. After midnight, skies will range from partly cloudy to mostly cloudy. We are going to see some patchy fog as the night goes on. Our lows mid-30s to lower 40s. A much better day on Wednesday. A mixture of cloud cover and sunshine. It'll be breezy. It'll be warmer, too. Highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Those temperatures about 15 degrees above average. Off a rain showers of the storm system on Thursday. It'll be rather breezy, a high in the low to mid-50s. And behind the storm system on Friday, partly cloudy skies with a gusty wind out of the northwest and a high in the low 50s. Partly cloudy skies on Saturday. The winds will be lighter. Highs upper 40s to lower 50s. Skies will cloud up on Sunday. There'll be a chance for showers by late in the day. Highs upper 40s to lower 50s.
1: I'm Storm Team 4, a meteorologist, Mike Stinnerford. We have that fog that Bob mentioned. Not everywhere in the area, but it is likely that you're driving through some tonight. Tyson's at 43, Potomac 44, Lafont Plaza is at 43 degrees, and some parts of our area could be down to the middle 30s with that fog getting worse. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Still ahead on WTOP, something we may not have known about the January 6th House Committee and its findings. We hope to have an interview set up here. Oh, in fact, I'm told that we have our guest right now, so let's get right into this here on WTOP. It 8:11, and there are stunning new details tonight about January 6th and the committee's findings that were largely left out of the House panel's final report. The revelations concerned social media companies and how they failed to address the online extremism that led up to the insurrection. It's all laid out in a 122-page memo that was circulated among committee members. A draft of that memo was reviewed and reported on by The Washington Post. And joining us now live to talk about the details of that memo, post-tech policy reporter Kat Zakreski. Very nice to have you with us tonight. Does this memo reveal uh, some interesting details about Twitter and what are some of those? Uh, Twitter, other social media companies, and how they may have contributed to the violence on January 6th?
4: These memos show a real hesitation on Twitter's part to take some steps that employees recommended to address extremism on the platform. Employees alleged to the committee that Twitter gave former President Donald Trump special treatment on the platform and that the content moderation tools that they used to monitor other accounts couldn't even be used to watch his tweets as they were going viral ahead of January 6th. Um, Employees at Twitter talked about efforts to create new policies that would have addressed coded calls to violence um, and some of the rhetoric that we saw leading up to January 6th, and the company's executives uh, did not move on those recommendations. And really what the report details is how the mistakes that were made at Twitter had ripple effects across the internet. Um, They show how, as former President Trump tweeted about, you know, be there, be wild on January 6th and December— that had an effect on other platforms where people were gathering to talk and to organize violence around the days of January 6th. Um, It talks about the messaging app Discord having to actually take down a server where people were plotting to bring firearms to Washington.
1: All of this is stunning and and we're hearing and reading about it for the first time because it was left out of the committee's final report. Now we know those House members they had to put up with death threats. It was long hours. A lot of great work came out of the January 6th committee. But what about this big omission of of not putting this uh, information in their final report?
4: So our sources who are close to the committee say that there was really an effort within the committee to keep the report focused on former President Donald Trump. And the result of that is that information like this was left on the cutting room floor. Um, You know, Some of the people said that there was a real resistance to dig into the roots of domestic extremism in the Republican Party that had spread beyond Donald Trump. There was also concern within the committee, which, as you mentioned, had a lot on its plate and was working on a tight timeline um, about really going into a public PR battle with some of the world's most powerful companies. And uh, we saw, and, and in our reporting, we were able to show that you know many of the things that the committee staffers wanted to do actually didn't happen. Um, for instance, after learning about some of these issues that the Twitter employees had with um, getting executives to get on board with some of their suggestions, the committee staffers wanted to actually send subpoenas to some of those individuals, um, but they were never approved by the committee's vice chair, Liz Cheney, to be set at, sent out.
1: I am sorry to only leave about 20, 25 seconds for a, an answer here, but anything getting better at Twitter or the other social media companies? Because beyond any written report, what we want to do is protect democracy and make sure we're not getting misinformation and disinformation.
4: One of the most alarming things in the report is that the staffers say that the conditions that they saw on social media ahead of January six remain unchanged as of today. And that's significant as... We see Facebook weighing whether or not to let President Trump back on. And as Twitter really goes in the opposite direction and allows many of the accounts associated with January 6th to get back on under the leadership of Elon Musk.
1: We appreciate the update very much. Thank you. Thank you. That's Kat Zekreski. She's a tech policy reporter at The Washington Post saying a lot of important information about social media was left out of the January 6th House Committee's final report.
0: Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
5: red. And at 8-15, we're bringing in Rob Woodford. All right, it's a back-and-forth game at Capital One Arena. The Capitals taking a 2-1 lead just a few minutes ago over the Minnesota Wild. Dylan Strom, his ninth goal of the season. The go-ahead score, Martin Faravari, the assist on that goal to uh, pair with his first period goal. The lone Minnesota score. Jared Spurgeon's wild. You see what I did there? Unassisted goal. That hit the top of the bar and in the caps, by the way, big shots advantage in this one, 17 to four Uh, VCU. As we go to the local college hardwood, a seven point lead over UMass at halftime. They're trying to build that now in the second half early on leading uh, UMass uh, 45 37 as uh, the Rams shot 50% shooting 50% currently uh, for the game. The commander search for a new offensive coordinator, bringing them to Pat Shermer, interviewing the former Giants head coach. Uh, Shermer out of football this season after a two-year stint as OC in Denver. Parenthetically, his son... Kyle Shermer was on Washington's practice squad last season before moving into coaching like dear old dad. The uh, commanders should be on the phone with local product Byron Leftwich if reports are true that the Bucks are mulling over whether to fire the H.D. Woodson grad as offensive coordinator in Tampa. All the guy did was lead the Bucks' offense to a Super Bowl two years ago and piece together a makeshift offensive line in front of a 45-year-old quarterback this year. That's makes him good for here i would say uh chargers offensive coordinator joe lombardi definitely out in los angeles after two seasons as the chargers uh uh, leading the chargers offense
1: rob woodfork wtop sports at an 817 eating fish caught in ponds lakes and streams could be hazardous to your health it's the latest warning from researchers a study published in environmental research has found that locally caught freshwater fish, including catfish, perch, and smallmouth bass, across the nation are contaminated with so-called forever chemicals. These are manufactured chemicals used in things like food packaging and waterproof fabrics. They're called forever chemicals because of their persistence in both the environment and the body. The researchers say identifying and eliminating sources of human exposure to forever chemicals is a public health priority. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. And the top stories we're working on right this hour on WTOP. D.C.'s new criminal code lessens penalties for violent crimes, including carjackings. We'll tell you how the council went around the mayor on that decision. The latest in the President Biden classified documents investigation. Justice considered having FBI agents monitor a search of papers by President Biden's lawyers. We'll talk to a Wall Street Journal reporter about that coming up at 8:40. Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Santos among the controversial GOP lawmakers that got their committee assignments in the House today. Stay with WTOP for more about these top stories in minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP, going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. I'm looking at some of the traffic
3: cameras, including the Kovac consulting cam, and uh, it is just nothing but fog right now. Kind of looks like London out there, 395 around the Pentagon, same story. That's uh, really the case around much of the region tonight. Fog is definitely getting pretty thick, so do be careful. Visibility is certainly an issue. Things are running pretty well, though, around the Beltway in both Maryland and Virginia, 66 in great shape in both directions. Not a lot happening anywhere tonight as of yet, 395 and 95 all quiet. And Maryland side, pretty much the same story with 50 out to the Bay Bridge, nothing in your way, 95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway and 270 each running without delay tonight. Bob with WTLP Traffic.
1: Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. Mike Stenford. You
3: can see a couple of
2: showers before midnight as the weak front comes through. After midnight, look for a partly cloudy to a mostly cloudy sky. And over the next several hours, watch out for some patchy fog on lows mid-30s to lower 40s. A mixture of cloud cover and sunshine on Wednesday. Breezy and warmer Our highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Storm system brings rain on Thursday. We'll see highs in the low to mid-50s. And behind the storm on Friday, partly cloudy and blustery. Highs low 50s. And Saturday, partly cloudy Lighter winds and a high near
1: 50. I'm Storm Team 4, a meteorologist, Mike Stinderfurth. Dense fog across the area, as Bob has been destri- describing from the traffic center. He's got all the traffic cameras to look through, and he's not seeing a lot right now because of that fog. Chantilly 40, Penn Quarter 43, Columbia, Maryland 46, and we're down to the middle 30s with the fog getting worse. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, say 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, a recommendation tonight that could decide the future of school resource officers in one large school system. It's ahead at 820. Stay with us. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this?
4: Breakfast from Mickey D's. For me? Yep. Why? Because it's
0: morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot.
1: There's a deal for every act of kindness at mcdonald's
0: you don't need a reason when the one and only hot and melty sausage mcmuffin with egg is just 250 price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer the is it morning yet deal how about now or now because morning time is mcdonald's breakfast time and that's the best time of all the times
1: Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
2: 821.
1: Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? I mean, really listen. Meet Optima Health, your new kind of friend. With Optima Health... Northern Virginians have easy access to services like our 24-7 nurse advice line and a dependable customer care team that's ready to help answer your questions. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your I'm All Ears friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan.
3: For more than 50 years, KBR delivers mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions to space, defense, and intelligence communities. Whether training astronauts or testing the latest military aircraft, KBR equips those on the front line and those exploring a new frontier. Known for excelling in extreme environments, KBR is trusted to help its customers meet their most pressing challenges today and into the future. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com.
1: This is WTOP News. 822 school resource officers should remain in Alexandria City Schools. It's the finding of the advisory group formed to determine the future of SROs in the city school system. The school law enforcement partnership advisory group has been meeting since the summer and will present its recommendations to the school board in a couple of days. The group says SROs, school resource officers, will not only solve safety concerns on their own, But removing them would send a message to families that the school system doesn't take instances of violence seriously. In neighboring Fairfax County, one security assistant may be assigned to each of the school system's five regions next year to focus on responding to incidents in elementary schools. It's part of Superintendent Michelle Reed's proposed fiscal 2024 budget. Reed told the school board today staffing makes it hard for every elementary school to have an additional security presence. The
4: idea of putting out 141 folks right now, number one, I know the county, it's a challenge to keep first responders also hired and retained, recruit and retain first responders as well. So I, I think it's a start.
1: Elementary schools in the county don't have school resource officers. Reed's three and a half billion dollar budget is set to be approved this spring. Prince George's County School Board is moving forward with new leadership after the previous chair was kicked out over accusations of misconduct that story from WTOP's Melissa Howell.
3: Judy Mickens-Murray has been selected to serve as the Board of Education Chair. Mickens-Murray was appointed to a four-year term on the board by the county executive back in 2021. The board's vice chair position will be filled by Lolita E. Walker. Now, the changes come after months of discourse among board members, which led to the removal of Juanita Miller as chair amid allegations of misconduct, incompetence and neglect. A judge
1: will make the final decision on whether Miller should be removed from serving on the school board at all, a decision that could take several months. Melissa Howell. WTOP News. People across the country are turning to the 911 emergency system as their primary source of medical care. It happens a lot with older people who live alone and who have chronic medical problems. Although it's not exclusive to older people, people are in their 20s. We're told do the same thing sometimes, and it costs cities and counties a lot of money to send, em- send out emergency vehicles and first responders to help repeat 911 callers. Independent journalist Brian Rinker tells WTOP, a Washington state fire department in the Seattle area, is trying to address the issue with a specialized unit meant to help frequent callers improve conditions at home and with their health.
4: It's just a certain type of model where they're addressing these high utilizers. They hire nurses and social workers to work alongside firefighters. They will address the underlying health and social problems that these high utilizer callers have. And by doing that, they will reduce their reliance on 911
1: Rinker says social workers are important because they can provide services that first responders can't. You can read all about the program at WTOP.com. Search health affairs. It's 825. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP and Jeff Claypool. Dow lost 392 points Tuesday, but the Nasdaq gained
3: 16. Goldman Sachs dragged the Dow down after reporting profits fell 69% last quarter. Apple's new Macs rollout this month. With the M2 Pro chip, it's fastest ever. The Mini starts at $600. The MacBook Pro starts at $2,000. George Mason University is building an $84 million life sciences and engineering building on its Manassas campus to keep up with demand for STEM students. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News.
1: Australia's ASX 200 is up a fraction. Tokyo stocks up nearly 1%. South Korea is down about half a percent. Still ahead tonight on WTOP, the D.C. Council overrides Mayor Bowser's veto and votes to revamp the city's criminal code. It's the first time that code has been revamped in more than 100 years. And some critics are objecting to lesser penalties for things like carjacking and gun violations. We'll go over that here on WTOP. Then in another part of our area, developers are kind of ticked off tonight at what the county council is doing, delaying the start of construction. In places. Stay with us for all that on WTOP. At Melwood, our vision is a world where people with disabilities are fully included. Since the 60s, we've advocated for policies and programs that empower people with disabilities to live, work, and thrive in their communities. We're committed to building a more inclusive workplace for
3: the future through career exploration, skills training, job coaching, and policy change. We're breaking down barriers, challenging stereotypes, and building paths to independence.
1: Join us in this important work by donating at melwood.org. Don't miss your chance to see Beyond King Tut at the National Geographic Museum before it closes on February 6th. This dazzling immersive experience allows visitors to explore